Hi, I'm Abhinav. I'm Madhu. Welcome to the Inspiring Idea Podcast. We interview people from across the world and share their life stories and success formulas with our audience. We hope this will inspire you to achieve your dreams. So, let's get the show started. Hi everyone, this is a special show as we've got two guests, Carolyn Brown and Naishad Gadani. They have recently reached a great milestone of 100 daily LinkedIn live sessions with a core objective of spreading hope and optimism, which they've coined it as optimism. Carolyn and Naishad, welcome to our show. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing great. Thanks for having uh, you know us on the show. It's you know it's it's going to be a you know a great chat to learn about what you guys do and also share about the work that me and Caroline have started. It's really interesting being on the other end of a, a screen and a microphone, being interviewed for once. So um, yeah, looking forward to the experience. Excellent. In fact, we are very very curious to know how did you guys come up with this concept and what's the purpose behind it. Sure, I think uh, you know it started with uh, you know as we say, necessity is the mother of invention. Um, it started because uh, you know, especially I was in lockdown in India, and I had the time of um, you know, I had the whole day doing nothing over there because we were not allowed to even go out of our apartments. So what do we do? So me and Caroline, you know, had a brief chat, uh, and we thought let's do something for the job seekers because at that time uh, the COVID uh, lockdown just started in Australia. Mm-hmm. And we started to hear some absolute, uh, you know, catastrophic news coming out of Australia about the job losses. And mm. it was um, just too, too mind-numbing to hear. So, you know, we thought let's start to do some show, you know, some form of daily event where we can give, uh, you know, a bit of uplifting to the job seekers and, and in, in a way also to you know, to learn, uh, you know, as well as we go along. Uh, so that was the you know, whole intention. We did not anticipate at that time how mm-hmm. uh, quickly, uh, you know, it will be received by the, by the audience. Yeah, it was, um, I guess, Nisha and I have been talking about doing something together for a long time. And like, I love that saying, necessity is the mother of invention. I can never remember it. So thanks for rolling that in, Nish. But yeah, so it just seemed like the right thing to do because we knew that everybody was struggling. Um, I remember waking up in the morning and going, gosh, if I can't give something back with the experience that I've got right now and help people, there's no point doing um, what I actually do. And I think um, from the very first show where Nash pulled in Alan Gattenby, who is a really experienced uh, outplacement coach, um, I just got such a boost of confidence and inspiration in listening to him mm-hmm. that I, I really thought it was something great to carry, carry on with. And so I think the challenge was really not to just have, call it LinkedIn Lives daily at three, but to actually give it a concept that people could engage with. And that's why, um, you know, we came up with the name Career Care Package mm-hmm. um, because a care package is something that you give to somebody when they're in, in trouble um, and it's a whole bunch of goodies inside. So, um, yeah, that's where the actual name and concept came came from. And then the first few weeks, I think we were kind of scrambling in terms of guests and ideas and, yeah. you know, how to structure it. But once we got into a rhythm, it, um, you know, progressed from there. 
That's great. Mm-hmm. So what's the purpose for career care packages? So basically, it, it's to give people, I mean, Nesh coined that great phase, hope and optimism, optimism, and it pretty much sums up, up what it is. It's, it's basically to be there regularly every day at three, because I think that when you're looking for a job to have some routine is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's there to give people a perspective of different perspectives about how to find a job or what their career could look like. And then I guess there's been a, another thing that's come out of it, which is there to provide a community for people to connect around. And, you know, not just the people that are listening to the show, but the people that are our, our guests and the guests with the community as well. So it's creating some opportunities uh, for people in, in that kind of sense as well. If I go, you know, gave his uh, perspective on this, you know, you know, because we decided that if we want to share, uh, you know, any information, any content, if we just talk about purely about job seeking perspective, I think mm-hmm. me and KB would run out of ideas in two, three weeks time. There's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> That's <true>. because, <laughs> then, because then then it is up to an individual to go out and apply and practice those those strategies. So we took a different you know route on that. And that's why we went to experts on various topics because I think at that time what we were observing is that it's it wasn't that People have lost the jobs only, but it is, it is their confidence has gone down. They are dealing mm-hmm. with, you know, they are questioning a lot of things about their career and what it means. And, you know, there are so many different aspects that people were experiencing, including myself too, because I was also at the same time was asked to go on an unpaid leave from my company. So eventually when I come back, I would not have a job. So it wasn't that I was, you know, kind of the, you know, came from a, you know, sitting from a high, uh, you know, horse background where I'm looking at everything, but I was Mm -hmm. equally in the same contemplation about my career and what future holds. So that's why we decided to pull expertise from people because we, we saw that by bringing them, we are bringing the diversity of ideas to people's Mm -hmm. perspective. It wasn't our own idea. Uh, you know, it was the, the diversity and the richness of the, the discussion can trigger a spark in someone and can say, you know what, yeah, I can think about this, about my career also, because I've traditionally only thought this way. How about if I also want to think a little bit differently as well? So that was the whole kind of, you know, idea, you know, in, you know sitting in the background also. That's what we wanted people to experience, uh, just not about what how great Naisha than Caroline is, but... <laughs> that would be know. a great byproduct, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's so incredible that you guys are backing each other up uh, pretty well. And at the same time, the perspectives that you bring in is also more well thought through because uh, most of the people are actually relating to what you guys are talking about. and uh, Whatever that they are going through in their mind is something that they can relate to. That's the most important aspect. And that's how you it made you go through the drill of 100 sessions yeah. without, you know, you getting bored first and at the same time helping people, which is so phenomenal. And I think just to add to it, I think also the biggest advantage is that you provide a platform to people and just to come and express themselves. Because right now people mm. want to, people are not sure about themselves. You know, there's a lot of things happening and uh, it's just good that I've seen a lot of people come in your show and, you know, they, they can talk about what's happening in their life and maybe get some direction as well. So that's also really fantastic. So in terms of guests in your show, you have, they've got some incredible stories that they should have come and shared it with you. 
um, you know, you know, how are they basically keeping themselves more positively amidst these tough times? And you talked about the mindset. So it would be great if you can share a couple of very interesting stories for our audience today. I think there are a lot of moving stories, honestly. You know, and and I think we also did not anticipate that. Anything to share from your perspective? Uh, uh, yeah, it's been really interesting. I think just. Um, the people that really, I mean, everybody's been fantastic on the show, but the people that really stick in your memory are where people actually do share that kind of personal story about themselves. And the last week we did a series on hop, um, optimism or optimism where we got people to tell a story about how they'd overcome adversity. And, you know, it does like the show actually just does in the end feel like this conversation between friends on a topic that's really interesting. And I remember, um, you know, we had, I think, four or five guests each time. And at, at the last, might have been the last show where we had um, TJ mm -hmm. uh, talking about how she had been made redundant to a few times, but at one time she got the opportunity uh, to spend some time with her mother before she died. And, you know, just she was really sort of moved by the tales that other people were, were, were speaking about, but how she drew, drew upon that strength from that time and applied that in, into the rest of her life. So the, there have been a lot of people that have shared their actual personal story. That, and I think that's been the most inspirational um, part of the show, or the most real part of the show, because it's not just, you know, people are talking at people about ideas. It's like, this is what's happened in my own life. So we've had people like, Laura Waters, who trekked across the full length of New Zealand over five months, wow. um, which is an amazing story. Um, yeah, so she, she really stood out to me because, you know, she was in the corporate world before suffering all sorts of anxiety and stress and panic attacks and planned this walk and to go on this walk with a girlfriend. And the girlfriend pulled out after the first couple of days and she ended up doing it pretty much by herself. Um, and discovering all sorts of um, insights about, you know, herself along the way. And it was a nice story around actually, you know, changing your life not by doing something mentally, but by actually taking yourself outside your normal environment and putting yourself in the, you know, rugged mountains and icy crevices and, you know, discovering courage within yourself. So uh, her story, um, you know, really stands out to me. Awesome. Fantastic. These are really good stories. Uh, what big lessons have you learned from running this show? I reckon, I think that the fact that you, with these things, you can talk about them like you guys would know with your podcast, you can talk about doing them for a long time. Yeah. But, and I mean, before Nation and I were doing this, I was randomly writing a blog post once a month and finding that really hard. But actually getting into a routine and, and spending a couple of hours a day producing something like this and produce, you can produce something really of quality really quickly if you don't overthink it. And it's just actually possible to, to do something like this consistently. Um, whereas I don't think I would have been able to do that before just jumping in and, and doing this. And then there's a whole lot of other lessons around um, just asking people and, and people will say yes. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's um, what has happened with you guys, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, you know, not, not to be intimidated by who might, who might ask and, um, mm. you know, who might come on your show and, um, and, and who might not as well. So, 
Mm. Um, yeah, but that, they're, they're two things that spring to mind for me. Mm. And it's, it's fascinating, right? Because you talked about um, uh, the consistency bit, and I would add the involvement and consistency are, you know, basically two traits where uh, it makes people really successful. And, uh, mm. and I'm sure the stories that you would have heard from the 100 episodes is pretty much resonating that particular mm. set of traits and how about you Naisha then what what was your learning buddy I think there are many in you uh, know but if I can probably take where you know KB you know spoke about is uh, asking uh, you know reaching out has been the biggest one because I have reached out to people such as you know Victor Burton is one of our star on the show and he runs the center of optimism and I reached out and I crafted a Know, message and you know he immediately said yes to come on the show to to some of the interesting people that I'm also now reaching out I think that was really really something that I I learned out of it and also you know, starting something also you know giving it a go you know as we say you know pretty Australian you know give it a go and I think that was nice. important you know we knew <laughs> we knew the risk around our reputation as well because yeah. it's a public domain, right? If you, you know, we could fail publicly, you know, and people will say, nah, you know, these guys are not good. So we were taking a risk in that sense as well. But it was worth taking that risk uh, at the same time. And, you know, there are, there are, you know, sort of, you know, 15, 17 things that I've wrote down. What did I learn out of? But if I can add also one more thing is you know having fun also on the show mm. it's not that consider that when you when you run something publicly uh, every day you know i you know me and kb sometimes we don't really have a great days on that particular day right but uh, you know but but i think this has this has helped us to put that aside for 45 minutes and get into that zone and deliver a message uh, as well and Sometimes, you know, or most of the times, I think I also end up learning something new about careers and how people think about their careers from some fantastic, you know, guests as well. So it, it wasn't just about that the audience learn, but it's also about me and KB also end up learning immensely out of how people think about various aspects of careers, jobs, or life in general. So, yeah. And that's that's exactly what we wanted to really focus on next. But before I do that, you know, I just wanted to share uh, maybe our perspectives of what we learned uh, by by podcasting as such. You know, be it sound editing, or be it uh, you know improving our communication skills and putting ourselves uh, in a, in a I mean the, the point that you mentioned about uh, forcefully putting ourselves in uh, unforeseen circumstances. You know, that's something that will really make you um, adapt to different kind of situations better. And at the same time, um, we can also inspire some of the younger generation. My son is talking about uh, starting his own podcast, for example. He's 12-year-old. And that's, that's so mm -hmm. fascinating that you're out, you're actually inspiring the next set of people and next set of generations as well. And what, what was your learning, Abhi? I think one of the biggest learning is um, beyond the technical skills and the soft skills is time management. Because we both have a full-time job and we try to do this during the weekend. And like it's, it takes a lot of effort. And you just need, and we got we got our own Kanban board of all what we have to do and how we plan things and how we research and how we contact guests and we create our own script. So I mean, like we're doing so much and we're learning. And as Naishad said, it's very important that you need to have fun doing it 
okay uh because mm. that will keep you going because if you get stressed out you know you'll you'll burn out very soon so me and madhu try to keep challenging each other but also making sure we having a lot of good fun while doing our podcast last sunday for example uh you know one of our guests who was planning to come on monday then last monday decided that he cannot okay right? now you can't produce a guest in 24 hours right if that's you, true you know so that forced us to think okay so now we can't find a guest and it's just too uh you know too selfish for us to reach out to a guest and say now can you come in tomorrow you know yeah. just because we have a problem it doesn't make people feel important <laughs> it's, it's like it's real desperate <laughs> exactly so we decided Sorry. let's do something no 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 that's right kb and then, you know so we decided what do we do so that's why we came up with the idea of of you know showcasing resume renovations and how it actually you know works and what are some of the r- really intricate things around you know creating a resume that works and then i think people loved it um, you know and then so that gave us an idea that now we can do similar kind of stuff you know moving forward as well so i think i think this also gave us the opportunity to quickly think on our own feet okay what do, how do we make this better now that's beautiful mm-hmm. So now having talked about what you guys have learned why don't we shift the dial to what are the key takeaways for the audience from your show and did, did you have any specific set of feedback i'm sure the tons of messages and likes and claps and what not in your posts there should be a lot of people uh, who have been hugely successful just by following some of the things that you guys have gone through and uh, if you want to share across some of the top 3 or 4 items Uh, that the audience have actually taken away what would those be maybe we can start with naishad uh, i think uh, a lot of people have uh, you know sent their personal messages uh, about how it is beneficial i think couple of things if i can say first is that their their views about their career and the way that they thought about their career really expanded a little bit more because you know there are you know there are standards beliefs that we have about careers and jobs and employment how do i go and find that mm. i think what this program uh, has done is that that has expanded their view now they started to include some other activities and other thinking mm-hmm. that previously they did not see possible and second thing is that it also created kind of a you know a tribe also within them too because we have seen you know and kb would probably agree with me is that they have also interacted with each other too mm. and they felt that they are they are part of a of of a of a tribe where they can also reach out to each other you know because you know it's like it's like watching a netflix together right yes. but you are watching it from different ends right and you can see ah you know this is what this is how it made sense to me and now this is what i learned out of it so i think these are the two things um that that people have consistently shared uh, you know their views about how it has benefited that's a nice summary because t e a m if you look at the abbreviation for that together everyone achieves more right and mm. if you are part of it that's super awesome and and from your perspective carolyn what what would you think i think uh, yeah very similar to nash um i mean we've always been pushing the idea that um uh, like networking and taking responsibility for your career and thinking that uh being sort of entrepreneurial and and that type of thing and i think by default like 
people have been communicating and connecting in, in the audience um, and absorbing that message and, and also, you know, seeing other people connect in the audience and then they go and connect and, and so forth. And I think that's um, one thing that people have um, really taken out of it. Um, I think just also, it is that thing about everything will be okay. Like we've had guests on that have gone through, you know, the GFC or the dot-com burst or, the, um, you know, 9-11 and, and just that mm. sense that things will be okay. And I get a sense, a sense from people that that's what they're, they're picking up and picking up out of the show as well. So, um, yeah, I think that that's what's sort of reflected back. Um, I haven't had it. I've had my, the interesting thing is like for me with the clients that I work with outside of the show, I have them telling me what they've taken out of the show. And, you know, we discuss different aspects that have been on the show as well. So mm. we had somebody, um, Karen, talk about the four R's and, um, you know, a client I was working with this morning is saying, now let's go on to those four R's that we were talking about. <laughs> so, you know, mm. it, it's, but yeah, I think people do take their, their own thing out of it. But I think just going back to that point around, we're setting an example around being visible and, and connecting and, and people are picking that up themselves and following that, I think. So um, that's been my observation. In fact, the LinkedIn itself, what, what we have been observing, Abhi and I, it's, it's the, the, there are a lot of true stories coming out of it. And if you're able to go and ask people for help, there, there's always uh, people to support. I think LinkedIn is going to be probably one of the best um, forums where people can collaborate, create ideas, and then make a career out of it and make a, make a life out of it and be more happy. And maybe that's why whatever you have chosen is uh, something that uh, I should say hats off to you guys. Mm. Yeah. I think uh, you've, got, you've done more than 100 shows so far and I've seen you had a great line of guests in your shows. So talking to them, what have you observed on your on current trends and future trends for career opportunities moving ahead? I think it's very difficult. I, I don't think so that, you know, if I can be very, very you know, honest on this, that yeah. I don't think so there is, uh, you know, there is right now because 2020, um, you know, every year Australian government, if I just talk about Australia, uh, yeah. know, they put out their, their outlook for the year about what sectors will grow, what sectors will contract um, but obviously those statistics are thrown out of window now and and it's it's going to be very very different uh, market altogether mm -hmm. um, but at the same I, I don't know honestly if you ask me if somebody comes to me and they should tell me which industry what should I do I would my first instance would say nurse go and become a nurse uh, because that's a <laughs> That's going to be a great, uh, yeah. just not sure right now. At the moment. <laughs> that's right. You know, that's going to be a great, uh, you know, great career. Any, anything, traditionally health and social assistance has been the fastest growing, you know, employment sector in Australia and which is always going to be fastest growing. Obviously, I've, I've got just about, you know, bleep amount of knowledge in IT and the information services sector and, you know, how, blockchain and cybersecurity and all those big words, how are they going to, you know, transform Australia into such, you know, that would, uh, but, but I, I don't know what are the, what specific sector will have a great impact. Um, I don't know, but one of the things that I can tell you, you mm -hmm. know, with absolute certainty is that 
you know, we all need to have as as uh, I think I was talking to Karen and Caroline on the five hour show. I spoke about you know strategic intent uh, about your career. So I think I think you you got to have a have a view about your you know the direction uh, as such. You may not know exactly all the details of where the market will go, but let's say that if you've got a direction that I want to build my career in blockchain technology, I don't even know what all the roles that exist, but that's like my overarching theme of my career. And, and I want to you know, sort of travel in that direction. I think that those people will get more, you know, you know, will get far more leverage rather than people being stuck into, oh no, I, I just want to do a project manager role. I just, I just can't see myself doing anything else. I think those, you know, those trends are, are changing. So yeah, yeah. Caroline. Mm, I think, so your question was around what, what insights have we taken from guests that um, about careers and future or future of work and that kind of thing. Yeah. That's true. I think yep. it is that sort of, we've had a lot of career experts that people have studied you know, career counselling and theory of careers and things like that. And they are around, you know, finding that kind of true north and how important that is, no matter what sort of context you might have that in. Um, because it's not just it's not just a job, it's, it's your life. And you can't really separate those two things. Um, and then a lot of people, are, you know, talk about the mindset. So, you know trying to reframe negative situations or have some self-care that gives you some resilience to come out of um, negative situations. And then I suppose it's making the sense of the uncertainty. So, um, you know, how you might build up a portfolio career or build up your professional brand or build up your network. And, you know, they've, they've been common sort of themes. Um, but then there's been people that have achieved goals in, in different ways. So, you know, we've had people that are quite a few TEDx talkers on the show who've, whose profiles have been propelled from doing that kind of putting themselves out there. So, um, you know, how people have been able to create their own sense of their own per, um, professional brand that people can connect and relate to. So they're, they're, that's sort of quite forward thinking careers stuff that has come out of um, out of the show and the need to do it. So, you know, Nash is saying, well, what jobs are here for the future? It's really hard to tell right now because we're in yeah. the midst, still in the midst of COVID, but there are trends happening before around casualization and contract work and part-time work that people really need to position themselves for. And, and that's been a lot of what, you know, people are saying, you know, the, the experts that we've had on the show have done that in, in different ways in their and themselves and talk about that in, in, in different ways as well. So that, that's been my main take out, out of it. And most people that we've had on the show have, it's not just a job. Like that's the big thing I think is, mm -hmm. it's not just a job, it's, it's what you do and who you are and who you serve and um, how you know, the people that we've had on the show have embodied that, I think, because, um, you know, they've been prepared to come on the show and they've created these careers for themselves or these small businesses for themselves or these brands for themselves. And I think that's a you know, big future trend that's been obvious that those guys have been expert in. That's a very good answer. In fact, uh, you know, when, when I kind of analyze what you guys have just said, there are two things that came out very evidently, learnability and adaptability. So I think those mm. two are the wonderful 
traits that we should basically look out for and you don't have to figure out what you want to do rather if you have got that open mindset come out of that negativity and then you know have that full focus on what the world is uh, taking you to and then be open so i think you should be able to survive whatever whatever the career might be um is there any other skill you know let's um, you know hard skills are absolutely different you got tech skills and you know which is something that you can go and do, do a course or you know you can read yourself from a book and whatever the, whatever it is that can be done but in terms of the soft skills that we just uh, spoke about i'm also seeing a trend of people completely opening themselves up to um, you know upskilling themselves cross skilling themselves reinventing some of the areas that they would have never thought for example we doing a podcast we've never thought about it but we thought it's pertinent that we do it you know simply because we can learn at the same time pass that uh, optimism to the community uh, is there anything else that you feel that um, you know primarily on the soft skills aspect we call it as emotional quotient we call it as passion quotient and what not uh, what are the other trends that you are seeing and now it's nq as well right network quotient i think you've nailed it i think it's the ability to that it's a little bit of courage i suppose courage and curiosity and that mindset is that you know that can do mindset that actually goes well i can take control of a situation or i can um i can have a go at this and see what happens versus i it never occurs to me to do that so i think that kind of can do type skill is a, a good skill to have and the ability to network in different ways like you know what your you guys are doing in a podcast is a is a way of networking um with people as well so yeah, um definitely that and also not to be afraid of of technology and not to be afraid of things like linkedin for example so the ability to just jump in and and show a bit of courage in terms of putting something up there and putting yourself out there a little bit i think is um because you know there's a globe we're in a global marketplace we have uh, people all across the world will listen to your podcast but also you know listening to career care package and so we have global opportunities in terms of the work that we choose to do so um you know you never know what comes from from these sorts of activities so i think that's a big you know the ability to just push yourself out of the comfort comfort zone a bit and and just have a go doesn't need to be perfect um will put you ahead of a lot of people that just don't beautiful that's fantastic uh, i've seen that you package your linkedin live sessions into podcast episodes and i think this is a master move because the content is so rich and it it gives a benefit for the people to go and refer to it having done that what are your future plans to help the community well the future plan is to come on netflix is the future <laughs> plan <laughs> <laughs> is to have our own show yeah. like how patriotic actor anything else but why not <laughs> i think i was just you know you know i was just browsing through um you know my kids wanted me to get disney plus to, so that they can binge on marvel movies and um, i was just watching in my samsung tv now you know my samsung tv is an old one so it did not have the disney plus app into there but when i was when i was browsing through i came across some absolutely you know very niche apps and i thought now maybe there is an opportunity for us to have uh you know our our you know our show on this one where people can if they are looking for some career guidance some career advice something to to trigger their thinking why not they can you know 
open that up, watch some videos and say, you know what, yeah, I kind of like that. You know, I'll let me go and apply that. So look, you know, but but I, I think that is there is there is an opportunity. Now, you know, it's still an evolving thing for us. You know, we haven't uh, me and Caroline, um, you know, come from very different life experiences also. Uh, so I think that's been, you know, hugely beneficial, uh, you know, for us. Uh, Caroline is far more strategic uh, in her approach and, you know, thinking a little bit more deeper about the impact of, of our work and how do we really position that as well. But yeah, so the future plans, which includes, we've got just got our YouTube channel. So we want to grow the YouTube channel and I'll probably- Yay, well done. So Give us a like. <laughs> I can I can retire on the on the YouTube and money that I can make, but but my point is that there are you know there are there are plans, but what we are right now trying to do is to really trying to figure out the the key differentiator. You know, sure. I don't think so that we have uh, figured that we are still in the process of identifying a solid uh, position for us, and then really you know build on that position and 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 really become like how blue sky thinking really works on that line so that's our kind of ideas yeah anything to add yeah. there Carla? no shed is flattering me by saying i'm far more strategic um i don't necessarily think that's true i think we're a good blend of ideas and and strategy but i think what we do know is that this is a value and that we want to continue to build an audience and build a platform because great things come out of that. Once you do have that, you've got the opportunity to build a business, I suppose. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, next step is YouTube. Um, Nash puts, does the podcast, puts these up on podcasts. YouTube um, means that our videos can be found and, um, you know, we can, I don't know, write a book. <laughs> I don't know, actually. We, it's yeah. still a work in progress, but I guess the other thing around doing this kind of stuff is you get a lot of feedback around what people really need. So, for example, you know, from a, a digital product, we could release quite easily um, around the COVID resume, for example, based on the feedback that we got. Yeah. Um, but I think, for me, my idea is that you've got to think differently about how you're going to work and create jobs for ourselves moving forward. Um, you know, we're going to go into a, a recession and thinking about whose responsibility it is to create jobs. Um, maybe there's an opportunity for us to bring those two parties together with what we do. So we've got entrepreneurs and we've got job seekers on the one platform. So, um, yeah, we're just kind of formulating really or still in that kind of embryonic stage of going, well, what's the next, the next move for us um, from this? But it's, it's a, it, we're still sort of in as well in that kind of audience building type phase as well, I think. So, yeah, but our next mm. immediate plan is to dominate the world through YouTube. So um, Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, I mean, uh, this particular 40 or 45 minutes with you guys. Uh, how can people reach out to you? Um, LinkedIn, Twitter, <laughs> career care package. Uh, I've got a blog, interviewiq.com.au. Nash has got his um, website. Um, yeah, and multiple channels. Excellent. Absolutely. Excellent. I think, uh, you know, if you Google my name, you'll probably come to me. <laughs> only one in seven billion. So I, you, know, you can't miss uh, me at all. 
but LinkedIn would probably be the best way for people to to reach out to us or ask for any help, and um, and yeah, and go to uh, you know LinkedIn and put you know search for career care package uh, hashtag because you'll be also able to see a lot of previous videos as well that we yep. have done, mm-hmm. and there's just heaps of heaps of heaps of resources available on that. So lovely, guys, talking to you, and thank you so much. And it's so great to have you. Thank you for having us. It's been a pleasure. It's been fun. Thanks for tuning in, my friends. We have got thousands of people listening to this podcast, and wanted to thank you all for the love and encouragement so far. Some of you have reached out personally to us and thanked as well for producing great quality content. It would be awesome if you like and follow our LinkedIn page, Inspiring Ideas. and please don't forget to hit the subscribe button from where you are listening we are across all the key podcast channels apple google spotify etc we will see you with another great episode next week thank you so much